your name. Holy, holy is your name. You are the living song is a beautiful song. Holy is his name. He, he is a beautiful God, a living God, everlasting God. His name is the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. His name is the Holy Spirit. Amen. I just want to express my uh, happiness. It's good to see you all again. It's been a while. I don't know how many weeks. I don't know. A few weeks. Yes, it is good to be in the house of the Lord with the brethren gathered here to lift up his name. This morning, we are going to go straight into the word, very short word, and then we'll spend quite a bit of time in prayer. Amen. Oh, I said amen. I said amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 It looks like today you look a little bit laid back. I said, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I'm reading from Matthew 25, verses 1 through 13. Matthew 25, 1 through 13. Amen. Matthew chapter 25. The first 13 verses. Instrumentalist, God bless you. It's always good to have them around. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins. Somebody say ten virgins. Which took their lamps and went forth 
to meet the bridegroom. Amen. How many of us remember this story? I do. I do. Amen. And five of them were wise. And five, I didn't say, but five of them, according to scripture, were foolish. Hallelujah. Looks like Dickness didn't wait, couldn't wait to say the word foolish. Uh, according to the Bible. Bible says, they that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. Praise the Lord. As, as a matter of fact, I should have said ouch with that, not praise the Lord. You take your lamp, you don't take any oil. It shouldn't be praise the Lord. Uh, hallelujah. But the wise took oil in their vessels and their lamps. Hallelujah. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. All ten of them slumbered and slept. And at midnight, there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. The Bible says that all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. The wise ones trimmed their lamps. And then the foolish ones also trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil. For our lamps are gone out. Hallelujah. But the wise answered saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you, for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage and the door was shut. Hallelujah. Afterwards came also the other virgin saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. Jehovah, we want to thank you for your word. We want to thank you for the opportunity to sit under your feet. I'm a mere empty vessel. And the words you have put in my heart and spirit are meant for your people. As I preach, Holy Spirit, you teach them. And you encourage them. You convict them. You transform your people. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. A few years back in Phoenix, Arizona, when we had started the church in Phoenix, our district seat was in Los Angeles. So once in a while, we'll take a trip 
when there's a program, we'll all take a trip. And one of these times, my brother-in-law, then brother-in-law and myself, we, I just asked him to come with me because our pastor wanted to talk to me. So we rented a car and then just hit the road, went and had the meeting. And then whilst we were coming back, I saw that the, the gas gauge of the car was on empty, E, red. And I, as soon as I saw that, I, I had also, with the corner of my eyes, saw the gas station. We had just passed the gas station. So I, but I said to myself, let me go to the next station to fill up. So we just zoomed past the gas station that was immediate to our right, that gas was available, that we had time to turn around, we had the opportunity to fill up. But we did not. And as we went a little further, I could feel the car jerking. I'm saying, the car jerking, and I. So I just wanted to push it further a little bit. And then the long and short of it all was that we were stuck in the middle of the road. We needed to fill up. But we decided, took it for granted, and just pushed a little bit further. Sometimes you need to fill up as a Christian. Amen. Oh, I said amen. Sometimes you just need to pause and say, this month, let me fill up. Praise the Lord. Sometimes we need to take our lamps and just inspect the lamps, trim it, and make sure that it is in good physical condition. And then we need to remember to fill our lamps. The title of my message this morning or the message to the church this morning is, You Cannot Borrow My Anointing. Tell your neighbor that you can't borrow my anointing. Tell your brother, your sister, say, you can't, please, if it's a brother, make sure, say, brother. If it's sister, say, sister. Say, brother, you cannot borrow my anointing. Hallelujah. You can't borrow anyone's anointing. So, beloved of God, this is a story of the ten virgins and we have heard this story over and over and over again. And I just wonder how impactful that story has been to your Christian life. Many times we really believe that we have time. Nobody consciously or regularly reflects on their Christian journey their walk with Christ and come to the conclusion or be reminded that no matter how young you are, you don't have time. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. No matter how old, how young, whatever, whatever stage in life that you are in, P-I-W-C-C-O-P, 
Sometimes we need to remind ourselves that we don't have time. I know that I'm still young. But I know that one of these days, whether it is 20 years later, 30 years later, 40 years later, I know that when I add 40 years to my age, I probably will not be here. And I always say that that 40 years comes quickly. You and I don't have time, beloved of God. And these virgins, they were made to wait for the bridegroom's appearance. Jesus said in Luke 12, 40, Be ye therefore ready also, for the Son of Man cometh at an hour when you think not. Praise the Lord. These, these days, these messages have been eliminated in our, in our list of regular messages. But I believe today we need to hear this message. Praise the Lord. Be therefore ready. Ready. Fill up. Be ready because anytime, soon or very soon, the bridegroom will come. And all of us understand that when we talk about the bridegroom in this scripture, we're referring to Jesus Christ. And when we talk about the ten virgins, we're referring to the bride of Christ, which is the church. And the scripture is saying that the bridegroom, I mean the, the virgins, were asked to wait till the day or till the time, specifically, that the bridegroom the groom will appear. And verse number six says that at midnight there was a cry. A cry was made at midnight. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out and meet him. Hallelujah. So in a Jewish custom, just like when we have weddings and, you know, uh, normally the bride is beautifully prepared, sits somewhere in front of the altar, waiting, I mean, the groom is waiting, and then the bride is supposed to appear at a time that the groom is seated. But we don't know, especially when they are late with their makeup, sometimes you just don't know. And I, I know that I've been through it a few times. You know, we're texting presiding elders, we're texting the people, like, are they, is she here, is she ready? You know, testings of mommy sometimes, is she ready? In a Jewish culture, the bride waits till the appearance of the groom. But you see, in this scripture, you notice that the groom showed up at a very weird time. Bible says, 12 midnight. Praise the Lord. Oh, I said hallelujah. Amen. 12 midnight. So that tells me that the groom's time that he has scheduled to appear to take his bride is already in place in his heart, in his spirit out there. Bible says 12. So God knows when he is coming. The time might be strange to us, but this scripture indicates to us that he is coming at a set time. Praise the Lord. 
Oh, I said, praise the Lord. But the question is, are you ready? Bible says, in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. Let us be reminded, beloved of God, that there is going to be a set time that the groom will come. Maybe some of you, when you read this scripture and when you think about uh, the coming of the groom, we very rightly so think that, oh, the day that the trumpet will sound and then we will all be caught up with him and all that. We don't know the day the trumpet will sound. For about 50 plus years in my case, I've been waiting, we've been waiting from the time you we were born till this time the trumpet has not been sound, has, has not been sounded. But many people that walked with me in this journey, their trumpets have already sounded. They've gone to be with the Lord. Or they've passed into glory. Their time on earth had ended. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Stick with me this morning. Their time on this earth has already ended. So with them, how many years the Lord gave them on earth was the time that they needed to be ready. They are still resting until the final trumpet sounds. Beloved of God, be ready. I said be ready. So Bible says that five of the virgins, they were ready. See, they slept, they slumbered, but when the time came, they were ready. And the five foolish virgins they slept, they slumbered, they trimmed their, 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 their lamps, but when the time came, they were not ready. Then the only thing that they could do was to arise and find out, ask their people, can I have some oil? Can I borrow some of your oil? And of course, the wise virgins said, it is impossible for us to lend you our oil. Beloved of God, there are certain things in our walk with Christ or in our relationship with God that you cannot borrow. You can't borrow the Holy Spirit. You can't borrow salvation. You can't borrow somebody else's anointing the oil in the lamb in our context this morning represents the Holy Spirit the power of the Holy Spirit that is able to power your lamp. Bible says that they had their vessel, their vessel was ready, the wick was in there, everything was fine but the oil that would power their light was missing. This morning this is your earthen vessel. This is your vessel. This morning, do you have the lamp or do you have the oil that would power that vessel, that would enable you to prepare until the day the trumpet sounds or until the day you're called into glory? 
I bring you news this morning. That those of us, or those of you who are ready, those of you who are willing, this morning you will get the infilling one more time. You will get that oil to fill you up. Because it is that oil that would enable you to prepare in anticipation of the bridegroom. Bible says that Jesus chastised them. He said, I don't know you. It is, it is very difficult for some of us to comp think, comprehend. And if you are too compassionate, you will say that, you know what? There's no way that Jesus will say, I don't know you. Well, Bible says that he will declare that unto those who do not prepare. Those who cannot able, who are not able to prepare to the point where the, Jesus will see them and say that good and faithful servant. Catch up with them and take them to glory. You need to prepare. The church has been waiting. We all have been waiting for a long time. The ten virgins waited. All of us have been waiting. But there's a difference between simply waiting and preparing whilst you are waiting. Hallelujah. You will have no oil when you slack on your prayer life. You will have no oil when you don't study the word of God, when you are not engaged in the word of God. You will have no oil when you just go through life as everyone else goes through. But you will have oil, you will be filled with oil when you engage with the things of God. Hallelujah. This whole week, I'm going to ask a question and I don't expect you to raise your hands. But this whole week, besides early morning prayer, how many times have you said, you know what, let me take just this 10 minutes away and pray for infilling. Where is the level of your oil. America has a very beautiful and very cunning way of draining that oil away from you. When you and I get into the cycle, the cycle of work and coming home and, and maybe once in a while I'm on Zoom and, 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 and you begin again and, and sometimes maybe you'll miss early morning prayer and uh, you rush to work and you come back and the following morning maybe, you know, I don't know, something happens. And then the oil runs dry. It is about time we ask ourselves, are we preparing or are we just waiting for the trumpet to sound? Remember that when the critical moment comes, you cannot borrow somebody else's anointing. So the question I have for all of us today is that are you preparing or you are simply waiting? And if you are simply waiting, beloved of God, I want to encourage you that the oil anointing of the Holy Spirit, which will empower you to make the critical decisions to overcome the critical challenges in life, in Christendom, he is available for you and I in his name is the Holy Spirit.
Hallelujah. If you woke up and the trumpet was sounding and the cry went out, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out and meet him. Would you be prepared? Or are you spending your precious time and chasing after things that have temporary quality and temporary gains but perpetually or everlasting has no value for you and I. Are you actually even born again? Do you know this Christ? Are you walking in a relationship with him? Or it's just that you are just following this thing that looks like a culture sometimes. I don't know. Or are you engaged and connected to this Holy Spirit who is able to help you through life? Look, it is impossible to live a good Christian life without the power of the Holy Spirit. Without the filling of the Holy Spirit. Your tank will run dry just as we just went out and zoomed past the place, the source of power and then we got stuck along the way. By the way, for those of you who are wanting to know what happened, we got stuck. We waited for about two hours and one white guy he just went past us and went, traveled for about maybe five, ten miles, I suppose. And the same God who was with us, I believe convicted that guy, forgive us, and convicted that guy, and he turned around. He turned around and came and asked what the problem was. We told him what the problem was. He went back and then traveled. I think the next gas station was about 40 to 50 miles. And then he came back and brought us gas. We need to fill up. This morning, endeavor to fill yourself, your tank up with the Holy Spirit. This morning, want to receive a fresh anointing that would help you at least prepare for the next six months. I don't know whether your tank will dry in three months, six months, or whatever, but it is important for us to Make sure that we fill our tank with oil this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. This morning, those of you who are thirsty, those of you who would say that, you know what, Jehovah, I need a little bit more, more impetus, more power, something more than what I have. I raise my hands and I'm saying that I'm thirsty. Fill me up. I believe that by faith, he will fill you up. Because the bottom line is, you cannot borrow Elder Ortain's anointing. You cannot borrow presiding Elder's anointing. It is your own anointing that you can have, and that comes not from any man, but from God. The foolish virgin said, give us some of your oil. And they knew that they couldn't do that. Said, well, we, we can't. But if you want, go and get some from, I don't know, from somewhere. Go and buy the anointing. If they were able to buy some, they would buy it very quickly. But they could not. It was too late. The Holy Spirit, beloved of God, is like the garment and like the ring that the king gives 
us. When we ask for the infilling of the Holy Spirit, I believe that even as the disciples had gathered, and the Bible says that the Holy Spirit filled them, filled the place they were gathered, and they spoke in tongues, they received power. The soul, Bible says, was, a, was, was like a rushing of wind, powerful enough that they felt that the presence of God had come upon them. And I believe that it is like the garment that the Lord puts upon the believer and puts the ring on them saying that this is my bride. And as the garment goes on to empower them, as this is the garment that they are wearing, the garment that I have taken, the coat of many colors that I have taken and put upon them to mark them down and also give them the ring that the bride wears for the Lord to say that this one is my anointed one. Mark him or her clearly for the day that the marriage will happen. This morning, receive that Holy Spirit. This morning, receive that infilling. This morning, let there be a stirring because the bottom line is you cannot borrow anyone's anointing. There is plenty of oil for anyone here who is willing to receive. This month, we are reflecting on the Holy Spirit. Jesus promised the Holy Spirit directly. There are so many promises in the Bible, but when it came to the Holy Spirit in Galatians, the Bible says that Jesus gave the promise of the Holy Spirit, a definite article, the promise of the Holy Spirit. When he went to heaven, he released the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, into us. Are you dry this morning? Are you wanting for more? Are you weak in certain areas of your lives as a Christian? Are you someone that, in fact, when you go home, you don't have any kind of feeling, any kind of uh, uh, compelling to even pick the Bible to read or even to pray? Are you here and you notice that you are really, truly just moving along? Everybody goes and we're all coming to church and we come. And we all go home and we go. And back and forth, we all go to work and we work. But really, there is no connection with you and God. You know that there is no relationship with you and God. You know that you've taken this as a culture, that you are part of this culture. Beloved of God, you are not preparing. You are just waiting. So I'm encouraging you this morning... You are not being condemned, but I'm encouraging you to take this to another level and receive or replenish your oil. Replenish your lamp. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Replenish your lamp because it is that oil, that anointing, that Holy Ghost that would help you in your preparation. Revelation 19, 7 through 9. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him. For the marriage of the Lamb is come and his wife hath made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arraigned in fine linen, clean and white. 
For the fine linen is a righteousness of the saints. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. The righteousness of the saints. And he hath said unto me, Right, blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto them, These are the true saints of God. The ones that he is looking for are the saints or the righteousness of the saints. Fine linen. That fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. I believe that during this preparation period, during this time that we are waiting and preparing, I believe that the more we come to his presence, the more we read the word, the more we acknowledge him as our Lord and Savior, the more we pray for infilling, the more we pray for replenishment, he transforms us slowly into the righteous beings that Jesus had already imputed in us. And he's putting on us the garment, that white garment of linen that signifies that righteousness. It's impossible to achieve that without the help of the Holy Spirit. Where are you at, beloved of God? I want you to yearn for more this morning. I want you to throw everything away everything that you already have. Empty yourself. If you are filled up, if you are full, there's no room for the oil. But if you empty yourself this morning, the Holy Spirit will replenish that which is on the inside of you. Because at the end of the day, you cannot borrow anyone's anointing. You need your own. And the Holy Ghost is there to supply us. Shall we be on our feet? Abide under his anointing. Abide under his control. Abide under his 